0: W.A.R. Wealth Attraction Research Bricks Alliance Grows and Ditches U.S. Dollar World Reading Club, that's W-R-C and Exercising Your Mind E-Y-M, ExercisingYourMind.com You're listening to Bricks Alliance A report here and specifically, and I get to that article in just a moment, you're listening to Wealth Attraction Research, Bricks Alliance Grows and Ditches US Dollar, presented by Hakeem Alibokas Alexander on Spreaker, Social Podcasting, Wisdom, Social Audio Inc. and Call In Social Podcasting presented for World Reading Club in association with exercisingyourmind.com and Unique Equilibrium. This edition's reading focus comes to us from Watcher.guru That's W-A-T-C-H-E-R dot G-U-R-U The first article is a, um, a two-minute uh, read here actually let's go back a little bit I'm going to back up there's a couple of articles and um, I want to get to a few of them that are new and uh, the first one I did see was about the 21 countries um, officially agree to ditch the US dollar in 2023 but uh, there's two of them from uh today maybe one from yesterday oh wow yeah there's a there's a good deal a few of them from the uh, same author and a few new but let me get on these right now. so the first one from watcher.guru um it's an author I haven't read any of his uh, journalism before and this is an opinion piece it's under the category of bricks uh, an opinion. Watcher.guru, and it's by Michael. It looks like Grulon or Grulon, spelled G R U L L O N, from September 7th, 2023. That's today. And it's titled BRICS Expansion is Not a Threat to the US. This past August, the BRICS nations formally invited six new nations to join the alliance at the BRICS summit. The six countries that BRICS invited are Saudi Arabia, the United Arab Emirates, Egypt, Argentina, Iran and Ethiopia. With eleven nations expected to feature in BRICS, some are wary that the new expansion will bring further threats to the U.S. from an economic standpoint. However, it's hard to see any serious threat from BRICS considering that there is still plenty of unrest and turmoil within the bloc. Expansion was bound to create tension, and with worries of issues already within the original lines. Imagine adding six more nations to the mix. Brazil and India were initially torn over the expansion of BRICS. However, okay. China was successfully able to sway them to oblige. In addition, questions still swirl around Russia and President Putin with ongoing war, the ongoing war in Ukraine. You know, I do have some other interesting things. I think that it's fascinating how um, I'm seeing these things lately about these opinions that BRICS may not work. Um, and it's interesting because it, it and I'm only saying this from my own personal emotional viewpoint is that uh you know living in the united states I, I i don't think that there's anybody in the usa that that wants to i mean especially because how many people complain about and are living and experiencing their their standard of living and how much they get paid and everything like that and so there's a lot of people that feel like it can't get any worse and therefore are are, are you know um you know justifiably I suppose I could say the word um, concern if mm-hmm. something like this would be fall in the US you know economy get damaged because people are feeling like the US economy is damaged I'm already screwed as it is why would I, I want anything to get worse and so I'm seeing a lot of these things coming up lately about bricks about people saying it's almost as if if it's true then it's true but almost as if they're trying to appease people and kind of not let them get emotional or scared or whatever by saying things and writing things like this, you know? This is an opinion piece and, um, you know, so they're gonna pick apart different things, but it's informative to look at, right? So he continues. Um, In addition, the BRICS currency conversation has brought up questions of threats to the US dollar. Again, the US dollar has been the focal point of the global economy and trade for decades. Despite increasing regulations and inflation, USD still reigns supreme, uh, USD of course is United States dollar. It will take a significant period of decline for a new currency to top it. BRICS does over a third of global GDP after the expansion though, so it can soon dictate currency used in trade of crude oils and natural gas. However, that will again take a significant amount of time to come to fruition. I mean, where's that data coming from? How do we know that? However, that will again take a significant amount of time to come to fruition. In that time, tensions can continue to grow and lead to more divide within BRICS. The expansion of the BRICS block may bring minimal threat to the U.S. economically, but that won't come for a long time. Okay, again, that's an opinion piece. You know, the author um, is you know, uh, Michael uh, Grullon, or Grullon, I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's spelled G-R-U-L-L-O-N. Michael is the typical spelling that you would see. All right, so going on to the next one, also from today, is uh, um, from the author I've read from before. It's Vinod D'Souza, and this one is titled, BRICS, 21 Countries Officially Agree to Ditch the U.S. Dollar. All right, so 21 Countries officially agree to ditch the US dollar. And that's that's so so it says here. Again, now this is not under the category of opinion, it's also BRICS, but it says business. So let's see what, what that has to say then, right? So uh, again, Vinod or Vinod de Souza. The US dollar is facing challenges from developing countries that are threatening its status as a global reserve currency. A handful of alliances in Asia, Africa, and South America are looking to end dependency on the U.S. The BRICS and Asian groups, or that's ASEAN. I don't know. Asean. ASEAN. I don't know who to pronounce it how the hell I think everybody pronounce that A S E A N. So the BRICS and ASEAN groups are at the forefront of challenging the U.S. dollar's status. Developing countries fear U.S. sanctions could hurt their economies and, therefore, want to strengthen their local currencies and economies. The de-dollarization efforts are in full swing in 2023, and nearly two dozen countries want to ditch the U.S. dollar. Why the fuck do people always get to make up their own words and then get upset and and criticize people's English when they make up new words? They can just just be talking about de-dollarization. I know. D, right, D-E, down, away with, taking away from right. the, the prefix I know. And dollar's already been a word, but all words Right. Okay. Um, So 21 countries ditched the U.S. dollar this year. So two different alliances have officially agreed to ditch the U.S. dollar for global trade in 2023. In March 2023, the ASEAN bloc was the first to decide not to use the US dollar for cross-border transactions. The leaders of 10 Southeast Asian nations, is that what that is? The leaders of 10 Southeast Asian nations signed a declaration to stop using the US dollar and promote their local currencies instead. Hmm. Additionally, the BRICS alliance concluded to stop stop settling international trade using the U.S. dollar at the summit in August this year. That was August 22nd, by the way, this year. BRICS will use local currencies for trade and is also looking to create a common currency among member nations. The trade will be settled within the existing block of 10 countries and not with other nations outside the alliance. Let's see, so BRICS will use local currencies for trade and is also looking to create a common currency among member nations. The trade will be settled within the existing block of 10 countries and not with other nations outside of the alliance. Okay. The ASEAN group consists of 10 countries, and the BRICS alliance is now an 11-member group. Wait a minute, let me go back here. What the hell? Is this not is the writing not confusing to you? Because first he says two different alliances officially agreed to, to ditch the U.S. dollar for global trade in 2023. Okay, so first we have in March 2023 the ASEAN or ASEAN block was the first to decide not to use the U.S. dollar for cross-border transactions. The leaders of 10 Southeast Asian nations signed a declaration to stop using the U.S. dollar to promote and promote their local currencies. And he says additionally the BRICS alliance concluded to stop settling international trade using the U.S. dollar at the summit in August this year. BRICS will use local currencies for trade and is also looking to create common, currency, common a common currency among member nations. Okay, so now, then it goes on to say, the trade will be settled within the existing bloc of 10 countries and not with other nations outside the alliance. So what alliance are they talking about? Because it says 10 And and above that, it says there's 10 10 Southeast Asian nations. Okay. And then it goes down and says, the ASEAN group consists of 10 countries, and the BRICS alliance is now an 11-member group. So who... Oh, my... Is it just me? The trade will be settled with the existing block of 10 countries. So is he talking... The ASEAN group consists... Because they did mention the ASEAN leaders, right? There's 10 of them. But right before that, he says BRICS, so he he goes from the leaders of 10 Southeast Asian nations, right, signed a declaration to stop using the U.S. dollar and promote their local currencies. Then he says, additionally, the BRICS alliance concluded to stop using, settling international trade using the U.S. dollar at the summit in August this year. Then BRICS again, BRICS will use local currencies for trade and is also looking to create a common currency among the member nations and then it goes to the trade will be settled within the existing block of 10 countries and not with other nations outside the alliance, so maybe they're saying alliance because it's the uh, and then it says the ASEAN group consists of 10 countries and the BRICS alliance is now an 11 member, but what the fuck are you t- Alright, I'm just going to go on <clears throat> it's, it's probably just my, my brain, right? I'm going to put that on me, I don't know what the fuck is going on with these numbers, this is Moving back and forth too fast for me to comprehend. I understand all of this except why, who is he talking to? In conclusion, a total of 21 countries have officially agreed to ditch the U.S. dollar for global trade in 2023. What the hell, why would you have to just, what is he, just putting sentences together? Like just stringing them together randomly? All right. In conclusion, a total of 21 countries have officially agreed to ditch the US dollar for global trade in 2023. All right. The ASEAN block of 10 countries includes Brunei, Cambodia, Indonesia, Laos, Malaysia, Myanmar, Philippines. Is it Brunei or Brunei? Brunei, Cambodia, Indonesia, Laos, Malaysia, Myanmar, Philippines, Singapore, Thailand, and Vietnam. Also, the BRICS alliance. Includes Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, Saudi Arabia, UAE, Egypt, Iran, Argentina, and Ethiopia. Let me count. This guy's not putting the sentence together, right? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22 Dude, hold on for a second. 1, 2, 3... Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, 11 12 13 14 15 16 17 18 19 twenty 21 all right yeah, 21 the count is correct all right let's go to the let's go to the next one. what is this? Oh yeah it should be fun bricks nations stockpiling gold. To support new currency. All right, let's read that one. It's also from Michael uh, Grulon or, or Grullin, uh from the first article that I read. Also, these are on watcher.guru. So that's W A T C H E R dot G U R U. BRICS Nations stockpiling gold to support new currency. This one from yesterday, September 6, 2023. And uh, let's take a look here what we got. All right, here we go. BRICS nations, China, and Russia may be stockpiling some of their massive gold production to support a new currency to rival the U.S. dollar. This is according to Daniel McCarthy, a strategist at dailyfx.com. Okay, that's D-A-I-L-Y-F-X dot C-O-M, for those who want to know. The new BRICS currency that has been a hot topic for months, no it's been a hot topic for years. maybe for you, Pete folks. The new BRICS currency that has been a hot topic for months is supposed to be backed by gold. McCarthy believes that the two top BRICS nations may be using this to their advantage and picking up the resource in rapid and large amounts. The gold price continues to oscillate around U.S. $1,940 going into Tuesday's trading session as market headwinds might be offset by geopolitical factors that have seen volatility in the precious metals slide lower, McCarthy said earlier this week. He adds that even though other challenges to U.S. dollar dominance have been unsuccessful in the past, China's role in the international gold market and the recent behavior of other BRICS members could bring success this time. Many experts have been split on the future of the U.S. dollar with the emergence of this new currency. BRICS gold-backed currency, the beginning of the end for the U.S. dollar? Question mark, right? There is some. There are. Oh gosh, these these people are not. Look, I make a lot of mistakes. You look at my blogs, which, by the way, I'm. I'm I need to hire a. Uh, a um, an editor. Well, a proofreader, really. Uh, but anyway, that's another story. There are some. There are some believe. Okay, I'm gonna have to fix the sentence in my brain and then read it. There are some that believe, right? There are some who, okay, let's put it this way. There are some who believe that a gold-backed BRICS currency could mark the beginning of the end for the U.S. dollar. However, most experts agree that the demise of the U.S. dollar will take a lot more effort. One of the leading missions of BRICS is de-dollarization, hence the new currency currency talks at this past summit. McCarthy also says that BRICS has been snooping around the top gold-supplying countries lately. He adds that they have been stockpiling as much as they can. Quoting Daniel McCarthy. On a recent trip to Western Australia, one of the largest physical gold-producing regions globally, a number of contacts highlighted that almost every ounce of the yellow metal currently being dug out of the ground was being put on a ship to China. Such anecdotes of other brick members taking similar actions have been reported elsewhere. Hmm. So they're just stockpiling gold. Let's go in other countries. Hey, let's get fucking just going around like a bunch of pirates <laughs> I want to get a pirate ship I want to go around the world and just pick up gold All right, ending this right here says China and Russia are also already big producers of the precious metal therefore it will be interesting to see the supply of gold in those two countries huh? therefore it will be interesting to see the supply of gold who's going to see that are they gonna fucking take photos and show it off like Scrooge McDuck from Ducktales? How are we to see? As well as the remaining top bricks countries and newly added nations. I mean, yeah, let's go Fort Knox. Uh, Fort Knox. Interesting. All right, let's see what else we got. If there's anything interesting that I haven't read yet. Oh, that was a disgusting picture I saw on Google. What the hell? Did I read this one before? No, I haven't seen this author, Joshua Ramos. Also, this is the, uh, Joshua Ramos has, has a couple of them here. Mm. Huh, Joshua Ramos has written a few. Oh, these guys, these guys got some stuff, man. They're, they're all over it. They're on top of it here. I mean, they're cranking them out. No wonder they're making all these fucking uh, grammatical and spelling errors and syntax. But it's, 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 you can figure it out. All uh, right, let's see. Bricks dis- or discussing uniform. Maybe English is not their first language. I mean, then Hara to them are doing excellent. Uh, let's see. Uh, the next one from now comes to uh, back to Vinod D'Souza. Uh, from yesterday as well September 6 2023 is says bricks discussing unified settlements as alternative as alternate to the US dollar these are great little short ones these guys got out here let's see all right I think I found a new uh, site that I um, like to read from especially for wealth attraction research and world reading club for exercising your mindcom let's see so we got this one's called bricks discussing unified settlements as alternate to the U.S. dollar. The BRICS alliance is mulling the prospects of creating a single-unit account as an alternative currency to the U.S. dollar. The development suggests that the BRICS will not depend on a single currency to settle cross-border transactions. The alliance is looking to create infrastructure for unified settlements that will not be dependent on other local currencies. The single-unit account could be used for commodity deliveries and will be a centralized issuance without the U.S. dollar. Therefore, BRICS might not use the U.S. dollar, euro, pound, and their local currencies like Chinese yuan and Indian rupee. We see the potential to discuss the creation of unified settlement systems, said Russia's finance minister Anton Solov. Siluvano, silvano Siluvano, Siluvano. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Siluano. um, Siluvano, yeah, I wonder how, I wonder if, uh, if, um, what you call it. If, um, if you put it in like Google Translate, if it'll, if it'll say his name correctly. You know, like uh. Okay, you know what? I'm going to stop trying to do that right now, because, oh, shit. Nobody wants to take critical race theory courses, Hillsdale University. I me critical race theory? Which is garbage. Um, let's see, what is... Uh, oh yeah, so good. So Siluano, Siluano. Therefore, BRICS might not use the US dollar, said to the press, right? He stressed that the BRICS block will begin discussions on the prospects of a single unit account for unified settlements. This can be a unit of account for the BRICS member countries, not a single currency like in the EU, but an alternative to the US dollar, in which the cost of commodity deliveries can be denoted denoted as well as benchmarks for some goods. So as not to depend on the single currency or an issuing center that issues banknotes in a no-one-knows-how manner, he said. Hmm. Interesting. So as not to depend on the single currency or an issuing center that issues banknotes in a no-one-knows-how manner, he said. I think that's a jab at like the, the uh, private banks at like the Federal Reserve. All right, so while these are only discussions, the outcome of the challenge to the U.S. dollar is yet to be determined. BRICS is pushing out new ideas to settle global trade without the U.S. dollar, but none of the plans have taken shape. It is expected that the alliance will mutually conclude a currency settlement before the next summit in Russia. BRICS has made it clear that it will no longer depend on the U.S. dollar for international trade. The Alliance will chalk out a new path by strengthening their native economies first for a better tomorrow. Oh, let me read that again. The Alliance will chalk out a new path by strengthening their native economies first for a better tomorrow. Okay. All right. What else we got? So, oh, first I want to... This was... A page here where I searched on Watcher.guru by typing in B R I C S. That's bricks, and it came back to me with a whole list of um, a whole list of articles on bricks. I'm actually going to put that in the links. I'm adding it to the links on the uh, call-in podcast that I'm doing here um, because. I'll be able to access it there later. That's as long as Collins survives, right? I'm going to save that there and then check. Let's see where's my my info here. There we go. Good. The links were added, as well as exercisingyourmind.com, which is where you can find the wealth attraction research main. Okay, so now let's take a look here for what else we have. We've got. Uh, the next article is by, again, by Michael, uh, Grullin or Grullon. Uh, it's also from yesterday, September 6, 2023. Again, these were all from Watcher.guru. Um, Bricks, Bricks Nation stockpiling gold current, gold to support new currency. Didn't somebody else just say that or did I read that one already? Uh, oh yeah, I did. I gotta go down. Okay, yeah, I got Unified Settlements. Okay. Uh, no, so this one is Joshua Ramos. That's the one who I didn't read yet. and that's from, But that is also from September 6, 2023. Uh, and it's titled China. BRICS trade reaches $330 million, outperforms U.S. trade. All right, Mr. Ramos. Let's see what you got. Okay. Joshua Ramos, September 6, 2023. China. BRICS trade reaches 330 million, outperforms U.S. trade. And this is stuff that I've read before from other authors here. This says trade between China and its fellow BRICS alliance members has officially reached a massive 330 million. Outperforming its trade output with the U.S. Moreover, reports have stated that imports and exports between China and the BRICS alliance have increased by 19.1% year over year. Specifically, exports noted a 23.9% growth, while imports increased 14.3% from a year from a year ago trade between China and its fellow BRICS alliance members has officially reached a massive $330 million. See, they're they're still putting it in U.S. dollars here. Outperforming its trade output with the U.S. Okay. So China and its fellow BRICS alliance members outperforming its trade output with the U.S. Moreover, reports have stated that imports and exports between China and the BRICS alliance have increased by 19.1% year over year. I mean, this is not very specific. But why is were using specifically exports from fucking where to who? Like, are they talking about between each other? I mean, I know it is, but you're not saying from who to who. They're, they're using China a lot. China and its fellow BRICS members has reached. So amongst themselves, that's how much it is. All right. Specifically, reports noted a 23.9 percent growth, while imports increased 14.3 percent from a year ago. 23.9 percent growth, while imports increased 14.3 percent from a year ago. I mean, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna assume for right now, that just, just so my head doesn't explode off my fucking neck, that they're talking about that the exports from China noted a 23.9% growth, while imports into China increased, and I'm from these other BRICS nations, right, so specifically Russia, India, China, and South Africa, increased 14.3% from a year ago. And I'm just going to go with that. Subsequently, the development notes that increased trade is taking between taking place between China and the bloc. What, so what the hell else are they talking about? Subsequently, the development notes that the that increased trade is taking place between China and the Bloc, All right. officially overtaking the trade amount that is enacted with the United States. All right. China and BRICS trade reaches $330 million as it overtakes the U.S. All right. The BRICS economic alliance has had the attention of the entire geopolitical sector over the last several months. Indeed, the bloc concluded its 2023 annual summit in August, August 22nd, that is, where it integrated some landmark decisions. Among them is the option to grow its membership by six countries. Now, following that event, China has seen its trade with BRICS nations reach 30, $330 million. Okay, so it's China and its trade with the BRICS nations. That wasn't, was that clear to you before? See, again... It just—it just, it could be just my brain, but that wasn't very clear before. All right, so three hundred thirty million dollars outperforming the country's trade with the U.S. Okay, so that's very clear right there. The figure, indeed, the figures note a significant increase from a year ago, as its trade with the bloc represents ten point one percent of its total oh. output. Hmm. Okay. The increase in figures also seems to be displaying a bit of a trajectory for the economic alliance just a year ago trade between China and the bloc had grown by 17% subsequently noting that the economic alliance could see this trade relationship continue to grow and flourish. That should be much easier with the noted expansion of the bloc, specifically Saudi Arabia, Iran, the United Arab Emirates, Egypt, Argentina, and Ethiopia. They joined Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. These nations should, should bring forth more unilateral trade opportunities between members. All right. There is some interesting, let me take, take a look how much time I've been on here we got uh, 31 minutes. That's not bad. So there's actually some, I was looking at The Economist yesterday, and there were some interesting things about China. See, again, as I mentioned earlier when I was looking at this, that some of these things, some of the more uh, optimistic about the U.S. dollar um, might be from people trying to, you know, assess, assess, is that what was that word? Assuage the fears of uh, people in the U.S. Right? Um, yeah, assuage the fears of people in the U.S. or people dependent upon the U.S. dollar, so they don't feel scurred. Right? They don't run for the hills. They don't feel scurred about their money. Um, losing value or hyperinflation or all that stuff like that. So let's take a look a few more of these on watcher.guru, which for those of you uh, let me take a look over here in hey Colin, what's up uh, look up and Daniel, how you doing? There's If you click on the little circle with the eye over there and scroll to the right, you can see the uh, link that um, goes to these articles on watcher.guru and All right, and to this next one is uh, also by Joshua Ramos from September 5th. I think that's the the first day that I read from this site, actually. Um, Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, because the one I read from the 5th of September was J.P. Morgan predicts the future of the U.S. dollar. And I didn't see the next one from them. It says BRICS U.S. dollar global reserves drop below 60%. I'm going to want to get to that. So let me get to this, this next one by um, by Joshua Ramos. It looks like Joshua Ramos has three of them here. So I'm going to look at those. Um, and we've got, all right. So I just read trade reaches $330 million in the BRICS block. Now we have BRICS. Expansion to bring limited economic boost in short term. Okay. Also by Joshua Ramos. This is from September 5th, 2023. So I'm going backwards in time right here on these articles. So BRICS expansion to bring limited economic boost in short term. On the heels of the BRICS alliance, okay, on the heels of the BRICS alliance's six-country expansion, S and P, that's Standard and Poor, has stated their expectation that the new countries will bring a limited economic boost in the short term. Let me, let me click on that; it has a link there. Let me see where he goes to. Um, there's something called Financial Justice, and this on on X or formerly X, the app formerly no, known as Twitter, or the social network formerly known as Twitter X, um, it says. And this is just from another organization called Breaking Market. It has a blue check mark, if that means anything, because remember, you can buy those. Um, I don't know which one that is. I'm not looking. But it says, S- it supposedly is quoting S&P, which says, we expected a limited near-term economic boost for the member countries from the planned expansion of BRICS next year. And it's all in capital letters. What the hell are they doing? It's like children playing on the Internet. All right, let me... <clears throat> Take a look Um, on the heels of the BRICS Alliance's six-country expansion. S&P has stated their expectation that the new countries will bring a limited economic boost in the short term. Indeed, the stock index does not foresee the inclusion of Saudi Arabia, Iran, the United Arab Emirates, Argentina, and Ethiopia, bringing forth immediate economic upside. Should it say bringing forth an immediate economic upside? Okay, the expansion had long been discussed and finally came to fruition at last month's 2023 annual summit. Why can't they say August 22nd, 2023 annual summit? Although the new countries bring with them an economic upside, that upside may not be immediate. Subsequently, those benefits could become long-term goals for the bloc. SP predicts BRICS expansion to bring limited economic benefits for now. So, you see, one, one reason why, you know, I, I clicked on that link to look and it went to Twitter and then it went to, it wasn't even from SP. It was from some other third part you know, it, was, it wasn't the SP itself, but I'm not going to argue with it right now. Let's see, they have another li- link. But it just goes right back to Watcher.com Okay. But that, that's fine. I mean, I, I get it. I mean, I I cannibalize my own uh, work too, so it's all good. Referring back to myself, the expansion itself brought to the bricks, brought the bricks share of global GDO. Okay, that should be GDP, or is it global gross domestic output? Is that another word? Is that another acronym? I don't know. What the hell's going on here? I'm just going to read it as is. The expansion itself brought the BRICS share of global GDO to 36%, but I'm, I'm assuming it should be a GDP. Well, let me look at a QWERTY keyboard. Are, is the fucking... Is P and O that close to each other? Yeah, they are right next to each other. Okay, so I can... them. A, see, that that sometimes happens when I try to type in a, a, a B, and sometimes I hit I hit V or N because it's right next to it, right? So I'm going to... I'll let it slide for now. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to assume that it's GDP, right? So the expansion itself brought the BRICS share of global GDP to 36%, according to U.S. global investors. Let's click on that link. Who are these U.S. global investors are talking about? Oh, well, it's a site called usfunds.com, and it has at the top says U.S. global investors. It says new kids on the BRICS. What the Blocks Expansion Means for the Global Geopolitical and Economic Landscape. And that link, they linked that to an author, Frank Holmes. This was published on August 25th, 2023, which that was uh, three days after the summit happened. All right. Let's go back then. Let's get back to Joshua Ramos's article on Watcher.Guru. Okay. So, moreover, it has clearly established the economic potential of the bloc, yet they still maintain opportunities and challenges in their expanded form. Moreover, the limited economic upside in the short term could be directly connected to limited exports for the rest of the year. Bloomberg reported that Iran is set to slow its oil exports for the rest of 2023. Hmm. Iran is set to slow its oil exports for the rest of 2023. Additionally, Saudi Arabia has enacted similar oil export cuts in order to maintain tightness on the market. That sounds like embargoes, sanctions, tariffs, like all those things kind of work similarly. Specifically prolonging its 1 million barrels of oil output for the next three months. So they export... 1 million barrels of oil mm. limited its potential... Huh? Okay, hold on. What is, additionally, Saudi Arabia has enacted similar oil export cuts in order to maintain tightness on the market, specifically prolonging its 1 million barrels of oil output for the next three months, limited its potential economic impact on the block. I don't. That's written funny. Again, what the hell? How do you just start off a sentence like it says... Specifically prolonging its one million barrels of oil output for the next three months, period. Limited its potential economic impact on the block, period. What the fuck is that? Alright. Nevertheless, the economic potential of the block still remains. Additionally, as the globe continues to recover from ongoing economic issues, that potential should be closer to coming to fruition. Doesn't mean I'm getting all mad about <laughs> about their writing. To see some of the shit on my website. <clears throat> All right, let's take a look. Go back. Um, let's bricks expansion to bring. That's why I don't write anymore on my own for the most part. I Have other people write them for me and just proofread it because I, yeah, I know when you write so fast you're cranking out a lot of output and you're you're a single person show. All right, Joshua Ramos also has it says bricks B and Y Mellon outlines how the U.S. dollar could be beaten. This was also from September 5th, 2023, again on Watcher.guru, and again by Joshua Ramos. So I've read three authors from here so far, or contributors. Let's see. So yeah, Bricks. BNY Mellon outlines how the U.S. dollar could be beaten. Okay. Oh, Bank of New York. That's what that is. I figured something like that. Okay. On the heels of the BRICS alliance's six-country expansion, the Bank of New York (BNY Mellon) uh, outlines the Bank of New York Mellon that's (BNY) outlines just how the U.S. dollar could be beaten in response to the growth of the bloc. BNY Mellon stated that it does not perceive an imminent threat to the dollar's global reserve status, according to Reuters. Is it Reuters or Reuters? and that takes us directly to Reuters.com and it says Reuters uh, from September 1st, 2023 at 4.26 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time is that that what it is, right? EDT, Eastern Daylight Time Um, says dollar unlikely to lose global dominance soon even as bricks expand, BNY Mellon says and that's from Reuters Um, right, so that went back to that, okay so continuing, uh, yeah, where, I just clicked on that Reuters link, and where did it disappear to? On the heels of, according to Reuters, oh wow, I said it went away after I typed in, okay, there it goes, underline again. Yet it did highlight how that could change. At last month's annual summit, BRICS added Saudi Arabia, Iran, the United Arab Emirates, UAE, Egypt, Argentina, and Ethiopia. Moreover, those nations are likely to aid the de-dollarization efforts that the bloc has long employed. Subsequently, see, are likely to aid the de-dollarization efforts that the bloc has long employed. Subsequently, setting setting the stage for the... Dude, there's not need to be a a comma there. After subsequently, is this say subsequently setting the stage for the Greenback to beat the throne? I don't know, dude. Is this well? At least it's human, right? And and it's not some AI writing this. And you know? maybe it is. I don't know, AI, AI fucking up like that. BNY Mellon explains how BRICS could beat the US dollar. The BRICS economic alliance held its most vital annual summit last month. That's August twenty second, two thousand twenty three, ladies and gentlemen. There, it discussed local currency promotion initiatives among its members. Moreover, it enacted a six-country expansion that completely altered its growth potential. Additionally, as it continues to take aim at the greenback, a prominent finance entity has commented on the fate of the currency. And what the fuck is all these fucking additionally and moreovers and all this bullshit they're using? I get pissed off. Alright. Additionally, <laughs> where the hell are we? <clears throat> All right. Additionally, as it continues to take aim at the greenback, a prominent finance entity has commented on the fate of the currency. As BRICS expands, BNY Mellon outlines how the U.S. dollar could be beaten. Specifically, it will discuss how the BRICS bloc should alter its perspective moving forward to have a real impact on global reserves across the world, noting one specific sector, technology, Um The U.S. dollar is unlikely to lose its global reserve status anytime soon, the bank stated. A new currency union should look to technology or green baskets rather than gold or carbon-based ones. I wonder if carbon-based includes not only fossil fuels but diamonds. Which, by the way, that's not... I'm not going to get into how that's not even really valuable, but... And, and real use value. It has exchange value because everybody wants gold, silver, and diamonds, right? Until you try to eat them. The bank's analysis continued his assessment of the BRICS threat. The inclusion of the UAE and Saudi Arabia enhances per capita GDP and economic influence, he stated. We think the most important factor for the dollar use into the next decade revolves around technology. What we think the most important factor for dollar use into the next decade result revolves around technology, as opposed to energy offerings like oil. Alright, everybody, start getting your AI uh, certificates from MIT or wherever, so you can start building your own AI-powered apps, or invest in, in AI stocks. The BRICS block currently dominates global oil production, yet BNY Mellon assures that technology could be the deciding factor. If the BRICS block embraces development in this area, it could eventually have implications for the international use of the greenback.
1: Hmm.
0: All right. So, and the last one I'm going to look at here. Let's see what's my time at. Where am I at? Time wise. All right, I've got 47 minutes. That's good. Because you know, I'm going to end with Um, an article from The Economist magazine about China. uh, Just because. Because I can't. I believe it's on page A to The Economist, but I have to go over and grab a copy real quick. So, this is the last one by Vinod D'Souza, September 5th, 2023, from Watcher.Guru. And it's titled Bricks. U.S. dollar global reserves drop below 60%. Well, what does that mean? The U.S. dollar's share in global reserves fell below 60% for the first time in decades, according to a new report. While the U.S. dollar is experiencing a dip, other currencies, like the euro, pound, and yen, not yuan, not yuan, it's yen, is the Japanese one, whereas yuan is Chinese one. So... Uh, other currencies like the euro pound and yen are seeing a rise. The development is being observed as a growing number of countries begin to settle trade in their national currencies. The de-dollarization process gained steam after BRICS initiated the idea of ending reliance on the U.S. dollar. BRICS is aiming to dethrone the U.S. dollar from its global reserve status and replace it with other local currencies. The White House's pressing, sanct- House pressing sanctions on developing countries and bringing down their economies are the root cause for BRICS to end dependency on the U.S. dollar. Um, this is another one says BRICS U.S. dollar global reserves fall to 59%. Um, and it's just right below that. I don't know if it's the same thing. It says the U.S. dollar reserve stood at 72% in 2002 and have been declining steadily in the last two decades. In 2023, the share of the U.S. dollar in global reserves has fallen to 59 percent. Therefore, in 21 years, the greenback has dipped by 13 percent in the global markets, while other currencies are briefly rising. The Chinese Yuan rose 3 percent in the same period and could spike further as other countries are settling trade in the currency. The euro has now fallen to 19% from 28% in 2008. By the way, the UN has risen to 3%, a threefold growth since 2016. It said spokeswoman of Russia's Ministry of Foreign Affairs, Maria Zakharova, to TASS. What's TASS? T-A-S-S? Let's click on that. What is TASS? Uh, TASS.com, politics this article says dollar share in international reserves falls below 60 percent Maria article recalled that this figure was 72 percent in 2002 moscow august 30 well, i don't know what taxes i'm going on all right uh, the brics alliance is encouraging other developing countries to sideline the u.s dollar and promote local currencies for trade many more countries are expected to ditch the u.s dollar to strengthen their native economies BRICS is putting the U.S. dollar under pressure as it would have no means to fund its deficit and lose its global reserve status. That's the final sentence there. BRICS is putting the U.S. dollar under pressure as it would have no means to fund its deficit and lose its global reserve status. All right. And then other than that, I had already read the other ones before, and that's as much as I want to anyway from now. So I'm going to close out. Uh, with something from The Economist, which is uh, a little bit um, specific on China, Seems, seeming how China is leading this. But also, I lived in China and I used to see, uh, when I was there, I saw bricks. Um, I don't know if they would be called advertisements or just promotions or just, I don't know, celebrations of bricks on the sides of like newly con- new construction just like how sometimes you if you look at a new construction going on somewhere and there's like a fence up and it has the name of the construction company on the fence so i actually at first thought bricks was some kind of construction company because it weren't bricks but i never really looked into it but then I, when i did I, I found out what it was but um i used to see it all the time in just giant letters b-r-i-c-s and i was just wondering what the hell it was because it just it didn't even seem like a lot of other stuff in china it actually seemed you know western or different from it, but I guess it's Mm -hmm. an alliance. All right, so on the front cover of of, uh, the, uh, what what is Greg saying? The original members of BRICS, acronym made by Goldman Sachs, have border disputes with each other. Yeah, you, know, we'll, you know, we'll see if, they, if it holds up, right? Everybody has disputes. All right. Everybody has disputes. Disputing. Rasputin. Maybe Disputin, like Rasputin. All right, let's look at... Uh, um... On the the front page of The Economist, from August 26th to September 1st, 2023, it says Xi's Falling Model, Why He Won't Fix China's Economy. And it has a caricature of Xi Jinping riding on the back of a snail shell, which is like a saddle on a dragon. So he's got the the dragon, has reins on the dragon's mouth, and... um, and the dragon, <laughs> this is so weird, it's like a snail dragon, alright, whatever, so let's look at that, on the cover, China's economy is suffering because an increasingly autocratic government is making bad decisions, that's leader, page 9, that's the only one I'm going to read, because they also have stuff on page 58, and page 61, but I'm, I don't want to get into that it's going to go on too long, and I'm almost at an hour here as it is, so let me take a look at that, and be done with it. So, page nine of The Economist. And it's titled, Xi's Failing Model. Uh, the Economist Leaders, page nine. So, China's economy is suffering because an increasingly autocratic government is making bad decisions. Whatever has gone wrong. Okay, no, that's a question mark. What, whatever has gone wrong? After China rejoined the world economy in 1978, it became the most spectacular growth story in history. Farm reform, industrialization, and rising incomes lifted nearly 800 million people out of extreme poverty. Having produced just a tenth as much as America in 1980, China's economy is now about three-quarters the size. Yet, instead of roaring back after the government abandoned its zero-COVID policy at the end of 2022, it is lurching from one ditch to the next. The economy grew at an annualized rate of just 3.2% in the second quarter, a disappointment that looks even worse given that, by one prominent estimate, Americas may be growing at almost 6%. House prices have fallen, and property developers who tend to sell houses before they are built have hit the wall, scaring off buyers. Consumer spending, business investment, and exports have all fallen short. And whereas much of the world battles inflation that is too high, China is suffering from the opposite problem. Consumer prices fell in the year to July. Some analysts warn that China may enter a deflationary trap like Japan's in the 1990s. Yet in some ways, Japanification is too mild a diagnosis of China's ills, a chronic shortfall in growth, would be worse in China because its people are poorer. Japan's living standards were about 60% of America's by 1990. China's today are less than 20% and unlike Japan, China is also suffering from something more profound than weak demand and heavy debt. Many of its challenges stem from broader failures of its economic policy making Many of its challenges stem from broader failures of its economic policymaking, which are getting worse as President Xi Jinping centralizes power. A decade ago, China China's technocrats were seen almost as savants. First, they presided over an economic marvel. Then China was the only big economy to respond to the global financial crisis of 2007 through with sufficient stimulatory force. Some Some commentators went as far as to say that China had saved the world economy. In the 2010s, every time the economy wobbled, officials defied predictions of calamity by cheapening credit, building infrastructure, or stimulating the property market. During each episode, however, public and private debts mounted, So did doubts about the sustainability of the housing boom as whether new infrastructure was really needed. Today, policymakers are in a bind. Wisely, they do not want more white elephants or to reflate the property bubble. Reflate? flate Is that that how you say it? Re-inflate? Come on, man. Economist, why are you throwing new words at me right now? Reflate, I'm sure it means to like the same thing as to inflate again, right? I just never heard reflate. Reflate, such a strange word. Reflate expanded the level of output of, and it has here in quotations, an economy. This is Oxford Dictionary online, by the way, by government stimulus using either fiscal or monetary policy. So it's a different word than like with a balloon. All right, of course it is. Uh, what is Greg saying here? China is in economic problems and so recently crashed in its U.S. Treasury bonds, which proves the dollar is still king. Well, maybe. I don't know. I'm just reading this. Uh, so a decade ago, this is, all this stuff is just information to me. I don't know. Uh, a decade or so. China's technocrats, blah, blah, blah. During each episode, however, public and private debts mounted. So did the doubts about the sustainability of the housing boom and whether new infrastructure was really needed. Today, policymakers are in a bind. Wisely, they do not want more white elephants or to reflate the property bubble, nor can they do enough of the more desirable kinds of stimulus, such as pension spending and handouts to poor households to boost consumption, because Mr. Xi has disavowed welfareism. Welfareism and the government seeks an official deficit of only 3% of GDP. As a result, the response to the slowdown has been lackluster. Policymakers are not even willing to cut interest rates much. Policymakers are not even willing to cut interest rates much. On August 21st, they disappointed investors with an underwhelming cut of 0.1 percentage points in the one-year lending rate. This feeble response to tumbling growth and inflation is the latest in a series of policy errors. I mean, that's an opinion, right? How do you know what the fuck they're doing over there? Like, like to me, when I read that, it just seems like they, they got a plan. I don't know. I'm not for or against anything of this stuff, but it's just, you know, you're saying here, Mr. Who the hell is the author of this? It doesn't even have a name. Mr. Economist. Who's writing this? It doesn't say. It. And even after the little fucking red square that signifies the end of the, the article, it doesn't say who wrote it. All right? No. What's going on here? Uh, yeah, I don't see any authors. Is that how the economist rolls? Are they, are they all robots now? Alright, let's see. Um, continue here. This feeble response to tumbling growth and inflation is the latest in a series of policy errors. China's foreign policy swagger and its mercantilist industrial policy have aggravated an economic conflict with America. At home, it has failed to deal adequately with incentives to speculate on housing and a system in which developers have such huge obligations that they are systematically important. Starting in 2020... Regulators tanked markets by cracking down on successful consumer technology firms that were deemed too unruly and monopolistic. During the pandemic, officials bought time with lockdowns, but failed to use it to vaccinate enough people for a controlled exit, and then were overwhelmed by the highly contagious Omicron variant. variant, Which, again, a lot of this seems like sometimes nonsense because of the fact that when I was there we were only locked down if that's what you want to call it for a month from February to March or was it March to April but either way it was only a month I think I'm thinking it's more March to April but I mean even within that time I was still walking out of my house in the whole gated community area where I was going to the grocery stores albeit I will say that they did have limited hours right but still I could go out every single night and get street food. Nobody was wearing any mask or anything like that. People weren't wearing masks in elevators. Hardly anybody was doing any of that stuff. I mean, and by that, and they even had slowed down from all the time checking people's temperature and anything. They weren't enforcing anything. And nobody was over there sick and dying. Like, I I never saw any of that. It it was crazy in the US how, um, you know, people were complaining about that stuff and things being really bad. But I wasn't here. I didn't get back until, you know, I was there. Uh, for my second time for four years and eight months consecutively, whereas the first time I was there in 2016 for four months. So it's a total of almost five years exactly, right? or a little bit more than five years. Um, and so, but the the four years and eight months I was there consecutively was from September, I mean, I mean uh, from August of 2017, no, no, it was July 2017 until September of 2017. Um, Wait a minute, how long was that? Was that longer than that? Okay, let me see. 2017 to 2021. That's four years plus a couple months. Where am I missing some time here? Or did I go there earlier? Because I know it was my mom's birthday, July 23rd. So July 23rd. Because I got back to the U.S. on her birthday the first time and then left again on her birthday. That was crazy. Um. Uh, to September, July, there's only two months there. Right, well, four years and two months. All right, so, um, so maybe it was only four and a half years. Right. <clears throat> so, yeah. Uh, I got to look at my, my dates again. But, I, yeah, but I think that's more accurate now that I think about it. four, four, two. All right, so uh, September 20, 21st. Yeah, but there weren't a whole bunch of lockdowns and things like that. But, uh, yeah, I don't understand. And now it's saying, so it say here it says during the pandemic, officials bought time with lockdowns, but failed to use it to vaccinate enough people for a controlled exit, and then were overwhelmed by the highly contagious Omicron variant. This is an interesting sentence. They bought time with lockdowns, like it's like I don't know. Look, conspiracy theorists will will look at this and say they used, the officials bought time with the lockdown. Like, bought time for fucking what? This is an article about China's economy suffering. Starting in 2020, regulators tanked markets by cracking down on successful consumer technology firms that were deemed too unruly and monopolistic. I remember seeing that, I was wondering what happened to Jack Ma and Alibaba, right, and Alipay and all that stuff, like when he stepped down. Uh, You know, I was wondering what was going on there. There was a lot of stuff that was happening then with Tencent and all these other companies while I was there. Um, they say tanked markets by cracking down on successful consumer technology firms, which that's what Alibaba was. Using, I used to use Alipay. I'm out there all the time. Um, but during the pandemic, officials bought time with lockdown but failed to use it to vaccinate enough people for a controlled exit and then were overwhelmed by the highly contagious Omicron variant. Yeah, I didn't get vaccinated there. I wasn't forced to get vaccinated. I took a couple of tests while I was there. One um, I took just to get it, even though I didn't have to. And then the other one was to, uh, to leave the country. I got one to get on a plane. All right, so why, I'm going to finish off this article here. So from The Economist, why does the government keep making mistakes? One reason is that short-term growth is no longer the priority of the Chinese Communist Party. The signs are that Mr. Xi believes China must prepare for sustained economic and potentially military conflict with America. Hmm. The signs are that Mr. Xi believes China must prepare for sustained economic and potentially military conflict with America. Today, therefore, he emphasizes China's pursuit of national greatness, security, and resilience. He is willing to make material sacrifices to achieve those goals and, to the extent he wants growth, it must be high quality. Yet, even by Mr. Xi's criteria, the CCP's decisions are flawed. The collapse of the Zero COVID policy undermined Mr. Xi's prestige. The attack on tech firms has scared off entrepreneurs. Should China fall into persistent deflation because the authorities refuse to boost consumption, debts will rise in real value and weigh more heavily on the economy. Above all, unless the CCP continues to raise living standards, it will weaken its grip on power and limit its ability to match America. Mounting policy failures, therefore, look less like a new self-sacrificing focus on national security than plain bad decision-making. They have coincided with Mr. Mr. Xi's centralization of power and his replacement of technocrats with loyalists in top jobs. China used to tolerate debate about its economy, but today it it cajoles analysts into fake optimism. Recently, it has stopped publishing unflattering data on youth unemployment and consumer confidence. The top ranks of government still contain plenty of talent, But it is naive to expect a bureaucracy to produce rational analysis or inventive ideas when the message from the top is that loyalty matters above all. Instead, decisions are increasingly governed by an ideology that fuses a left-wing suspicion of rich entrepreneurs with a right-wing reluctance to hand money to the idle poor. The fact that China's problems start at the top means they will persist. They may even worsen as clumsy policymakers confront the economy's mounting challenges. The population is aging rapidly. Hmm. population is aging rapidly. You don't say, well, I mean, it's a thing, right? People get older and they weren't putting out enough uh, babies, even though they stopped that uh, that one-child policy a while back. Um, The top ranks of government still contain plenty of talent, but it is naive to expect a bureaucracy to produce rational analysis or inventive ideas when the message from the top is that loyalty matters above all. Instead, decisions are increasingly governed by an ideology that fuses a left-wing suspicion of rich entrepreneurs with a right-wing reluctance to hand money to the idle poor. The fact that China's problems start at the top means they will persist. They may even worsen as clumsy policymakers confront the economy's mounting challenges. The population is aging rapidly. America is increasingly hostile and is trying to choke the parts of China's economy like chip-making that it sees as strategically significant. Hmm. America is increasingly hostile and is trying to choke the parts of China's economy like chip making that it sees as strategically significant. The more China catches up with America, the harder the gap will be to close further because centralized economies are better at emulation than at innovation. Liberals' predictions about China have often betrayed wishful thinking. In the 2000s, Western leaders mistakenly believed that trade Markets and growth would boost democracy and individual liberty. But China is now testing the reverse relationship, whether more autocracy autocracy damages the economy. Hmm. But China is now testing the reverse relationship, whether more autocracy damages the economy. The evidence is mounting that it does. And after four decades of fast growth, China is entering a period of disappointment. Well, all right. Well, that is uh, from the authorless uh, contribution to The Economist. There's no author <coughs> listed on there. Uh, this costs 7 Argentinian dollars, $11.18 in the Bahamas. I'm talking about the magazine uh, The Economist. In Barbados, it cost uh twenty six dollars and fifty cents Barbados dollars. In Bermuda, uh eight ninety five Bermuda dollars. Brazil, eighty nine ninety five reals. In China, five thousand. Oh no, that's Chile. In Chile, it's five thousand Chilean dollars. Whatever the I don't know if the money is over there. In Colombia, twenty six thousand five hundred is their currency. In Costa Rica. Seven thousand six hundred fifty, Guyana, one thousand or Guyanese Guyanese dollars, one thousand seven hundred ninety-five, Jamaica, one thousand and forty, in Peru, forty-five, in San Martin, uh, thirteen sixty, in my parents' country, Trinidad and Tobago, cost fifty dollars, Turks and Caicos, nine ninety-nine. In the UK, it's seven pounds ninety-nine. In Venezuela, it's uh, ninety-nine. Venezuela and, Venezuela, right? and uh, in the US, it's nine ninety-nine. And in Canada, eleven ninety-nine. That's interesting. All right, let's take a, a say hello to Miss Maria. What's up, Maria? How you doing?
1: You're... All right, I'm glad to see you. Well, not see you, but I'm glad to hear your voice.
0: I'll turn on my camera. You can see me. Hello. Right, Hola. Turn it off now. Okay. How's it going?
1: Uh, tedious. It's month-end closed for me at work, so I'm I'm just taking a quick breather. But hmm. I was gonna say if. If I have an email for you, um I'd be happy to send you my master's thesis. It's a little bit dated, but it a lot of it holds true. It's Rule the Urban Migration and the New Chinese Economy. And I I think it's a pretty good read.
0: Yeah. Send it over. Come on
1: Yeah. So I I document kind of the progression throughout the eighties and nineties and early two thousands and those trends and the socioeconomic impacts of them, um, and I've got some interesting illustrations and graphics in there as well. So when did
0: you when did you write this thesis? Uh,
1: probably two thousand eight, two thousand nine, right around there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, um, my email is, uh, so you see my, um, you know, my, my, um, my handle all over the internet is Uniquilibrium, right? And you can see that as my handle here. So it's just H-A-K, the first three letters of my name, at Uniquilibrium.com. So hack at Uniquilibrium.com. And you can send it there. Hey, North, and hey, Greg. You got that Maria?
1: Yeah, I got it. Cool. How do you get that uh, email on equilibrium.com?
0: What do you mean, how do I get it?
1: Do you own that domain?
0: Yes, that's my, my business name is Unequilibrium. Ah, if you click on my, my profile, right, um, you will see that it says at Uniquilibrium. That's my handle all over the Internet. So anywhere I'm online, it's Uniquilibrium.
1: Got it. That's, that's pretty badass.
0: I seem to think so. But then again, I also have a delusion that I'm somehow clever. Um, and so I just put together the words Unique and Equilibrium. And you know what? The only letter that's missing from each word is the E. They're both com- both complete words are in there except for the e. So, and the last letter of the word unique is an e, and the first letter of the word equilibrium is an e. And even though they share, um, you know, the q there, it's like a, it's a beautiful melding of the word. It's so funny how they've magically put together like that. Um, I, I I just I don't know how I accidentally came up with that alchemical uh, creation there, but I'm I'm glad that I did. <clears throat> So anything else uh, about um, your either your thesis or about the BRICS uh, alliance, group, summit, global economy? Commenting no, on No, the- I'm just,
1: I'm really excited about the BRICS developments, right? I just am. America needs to be put in its place. Uh, yeah, I don't agree with you. I know, I know, we do disagree. What are you, a just- carbon? Are you communist? Socialists? No, I just think the rest of the world should be independent of United States' influence if they want to be.
0: Whose influence do you think they should be under?
1: Their own. They should have their own agency.
0: I don't know. I'm kind of like Senator Palpatine. I think they yeah. should all be under our rule.
1: I mean, they're sovereign nations.
0: No one is sovereign under the American Empire.
1: Exactly. That's the born whole born. point of BRICS.
0: They're all ours. We have spread colonization around the world. They're all our colonies. So control them all. Forever. Well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, we'll see what happens, right? I mean, there's people saying all kinds of things. That's why I'm just reading all this stuff because I have no idea what's happening. I mean, I'm just learning, and there's some very, very interesting things that have been coming about, and stuff that I'm seeing myself, and just from the the different um, the different the different deals and and alliances and things that I'm making, and the research that I'm doing is just. Uh, I'm just seeing a lot of interesting things of my own that uh, creating I mean I understand the uh, the idea of you know independent economies because I've made a creation of my own economy. You't need a bigger table if I can I know, it's okay. <laughs> so. Maria what else you got for me
1: oh not really nothing comes to mind at the moment just because right. I've been under the guise of work pretty much every waking hour for
0: all right well I appreciate you coming up and saying what's up it looks like north left uh, Greg um, unless you have anything to comment on I'm gonna put down I've been on here for an hour and 18 minutes, and uh, yeah, I'm pretty much done for now until later. I want to get back into this really great book I'm reading right now called The The Psychology of Money by Morgan Housel or Housel. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but it's excellent. I read through half the book yesterday um, from the beginning to a page 113, and I'm ready to continue it. It's amazing. All right, Maria. Thank you very much. And uh, y'all have been listening to Bricks Expansion Countries. <laughs> Does it say ditchin'? <laughs> did I miss an E on the, uh, the the room over here? It says ditchin'. Bricks Expansion Countries. They be ditchin'. I'm just going to leave that. I'm just going to put an apostrophe at the end of it and just pretend I did it on purpose the first time. BRICS expansion countries ditching U.S. dollar. I'm going to put that Yeah, Put a little posture down here. There you go. <laughs> ditching U.S. dollar. All right, good. I'm, that's, I'm going to keep that. That's the way it is. All right. So you've been listening to W.A.R., Wealth Attraction Research. BRICS Alliance Grows and Ditches U.S. Dollar. Presented by Hakim Ali Gokas Alexander on Spreaker Social Podcasting, Wisdom Social Audio Inc, and Call-In Social Podcasting, presented for WRC, that's World Reading Club, in association with EYM, that's ExercisingYourMind.com, and Unique And thank you for sending us out, people on Wisdom or for passing through. Um, hello everybody, from Darrow with the Dashes to TaylorMade, Soldier of God. I'm just Vita, Stephen Falco, Annabelle, Reiki Master, Colby, Sarah Bond, Mr. Christopher Birkenboy, what's up brother? Zoe, hello Zoe, Wandering Fool, hello, Quantal Langford, Tim Cordoza, Christina Losi, Frank M, uh, Tisha Brack, Stella, hello Stella, how you doing? Stella M, AC, Social Gatherings, uh, Ishikia, um, Greg's Take, hello, Jason Akashman, Marcianne, Bildad, st Louis truly Julie Lois Hampson hello Sophia William the jr takia Williams hello Cecilia Graves, kudos um, and Al AJ Jones the third and Brandy singleton hey brandy how you doing good to see you on wisdom as well as Colin sometimes and uh <clears throat> hey north how you doing I came back did you have anything to add I'm about to shut down um if not I'm gonna move it along here and maybe come back later with something else that i might find interesting but for now i think i've done enough for the wealth attraction research uh episode for now on spreaker wisdom and Colin. nope all right brother well good to good to have you hanging out for a little bit and to all of you thanks for hanging out passing through and or sitting a spell until next time